You know, you know. And I know, and I know. And they know, they know. And we know, we go all in. You know, and I know, and they know, they know. Cause we know, we go all in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. It's your boy, K. Dissel DC. It's my man to my right. Have streams. Holla at your boy. Two and a half. What's that? Two and a half. I'm excited. I said it's your man half, man. I'm not stopping you. Do your thing, baby. Hey, welcome to the All Dressed Up podcast, man. We do this every Sunday, 9 p.m. We do it live. It's a vodcast, a little different show where we talk about any and everything. We thank you for coming in and, and hanging with us tough, making sure we live and everything is direct. Look, man, how, you looking a little sunbathed right now, brother. You looking a little sunbathed. <laughs> All right, look, man, I want to say first <laughs> off, man, Welcome. Come on in. Have fun. You know, we do this every Sunday night. It's all just a podcast. It's episode 26. Shout out to my man, K Dizzle, man. He be shitting on everybody. I'm not even like playing today. I'm not playing today, man. You know, I'm very, I'm very nice. Any other time, I had a long day. I was at the pool with my fiance. It's hot. Hey, Carter. How's there in the building? How you doing, Miss Carter? So, look. I had a long day. It was hot. I was at the pool. I'm good, though. Right? <laughs> but I just want everybody to know, man, when you're sleeping, we're working. When you're not working, we're on our grind. Did you see the intro? I love the intro. Oh, Shout we out. had to update it, man. We 20, we Shout out to K-Dizzle DC. If y'all ain't seeing the intro, fuck with your man, 26, your boy. Uh, 26 uh, episodes in, man. We got to. We got to do it right. Your boy, K right. Dizzle DC. I'm telling y'all, we're getting better as the weeks go on. I love it. I just saw, just like you guys saw. Tell us what you think about it. The promo's coming out soon. All just a podcast at gmail.com. We're on all platforms. Spotify, YouTube, Facebook Live. We're there. Every Everywhere. Sunday night at 9 o'clock. We're live. Excuse my energy. I'm going to say it again. We're there. 410 Bear. Yo, what up? I appreciate you. I love you guys for coming on every week. I'm not going to keep talking. What are we doing for episode 26, K Dizzle? Man, we do. Hey, we we touching a lot of places that uh, they don't want to be touched. (laughs) Pause. 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 If you don't know, if you're listening in, look, if you don't know, if you're listening in, we do a live video. We have the chat. We have people coming in and, and, and being a part of it. I want to start doing that so, you know, people who listen to the podcast via Spotify, everything else, they'll be like, what are they talking about? It's all the stuff going on. Look, we do it live. Make sure you're the show so we can pull you in and have a good conversation. Phone number's at the bottom, 301-857-1757 is the number and the digits. We are talking about sensitive issues as usual. Um, I like it. I'm ready for this one. Um, And before we get into deep on that, because... Because we have to talk about everything going on in the world um, before we get into the nitty gritty of it. You want to get in with the sports, with the sports and what's going on? Uh, so let's talk about sports. First and foremost, shout out to Team USA. 
Shout out uh, Team USA. Overall, That's everybody cool. representing USA, I got to give you a round of applause. We appreciate well you done. because we know how it is, man. Honestly, we don't, but we've heard it's tough. <laughs> and we appreciate you guys. We appreciate everything you do for representing the United States of America, going over there in that bubble no and doubt. doing your thing. Uh, we led in medals as far as the, the USA team. Hey, Shanae, baby, how you doing? Uh, we let the medals as usual, so I appreciate that. You know, it's unfortunate that we kind of look at the U.S. at the Olympics, excuse me, and we kind of just expect us to bust everybody's ass because we're United States and we're great. We're number one, but mm-hmm. we still have to be grateful and appreciate our, you know, our home. And you know, these guys travel abroad <clears throat> and they represent us. They wear our flag, and I'm not going to joke about that first and foremost because they could be doing a lot of things. But, you know, people like Kevin Durant, Simone Biles, and uh, other athletes as well have definitely done a great job. So, shout out to those guys. Team USA wrapped it up, won the Olympics. They beat Team France in the gold medal round. So, excellent news there. Kevin Durant finally led the team to a championship or a medal. So, I give him credit for that. I'm usually hard on Kevin Durant. But, you know, we definitely did it, man. So, that's a good thing. I honestly would say it would be a lot worse if we didn't have the gold medal. So all I can say is kudos to those guys. Kudos. Thanks for bringing the gold medal home, man. What you think about that, Kidizzle? Shout out to Katie Ledecky. Shout out to Allison Phoenix, track and field. Everybody who brought home a medal, who performed, who who went out there and did their best and represented, represented the United States of America. Look, we're a year behind, and they risked, you know, risked their, their health during COVID during Delta variant and everything else is going on to still represent, um, represent the United States and, and represent well. So shout out to the Olympics. It was a little weird this year um, just because it was a year late and it's during the midst of a pandemic, but, um, but nevertheless, it's still an amazing feat and something that the, we will never forget and they'll never forget, man. So um, kudos to them and, and um, right on. Look, my guy, hall of fame game. Over the last week, <laughs> Saturday, let's let's because look, we we live and die and breathe in the NFC East, and it's all it's all that's been talked about. That hey I've seen man, we the NFC East champs. I don't know what you're talking about. You are. You absolutely are. The reigning, defending. The, okay. All right. Let you. I'm gonna let you live your truth for now. Okay. Let the Washington football team, those who those who are yet to be named. Okay. Uh, live your truth right now. But the Dallas Cowboys, them boys, okay? We're all them boys fans at. We are all that. Somebody said they went all the way to Ohio to kick a field goal. <laughs> Would you, hey, hey, K, don't have me over here crying, laughing. What'd you say? They said they went all the way to Ohio to kick a field goal, man. Hey. <laughs> it's, it's second and third strings. I get it, 110%. But them boys, them boys, I don't know. Um, but shout out to the Dallas Cowboys and shout out to the Hall of Fame. Man, no, man, no, no, no. <laughs> we're not, we're not shouting out the Dallas Cowboys. Shout out to the we're Dallas shouting Cowboys out the to hell. the NFL preseason Hall of Fame game. Yes, but the Cowboys did exactly what I thought they would do. <laughs> so I don't mean to cut you off, K. Does but I let you rock and roll. But you said shout out to the Cowboys. I don't shout them out, nor do I shout out Cowboys fans. And Ooh. And you're an Eagles Look, fan, K. Dizzle. I am. So I am. we're going to have a great year. Uh, I'm thinking that the Washington football team, those who go unnamed, are going to repeat. 
and win oh. that win that miserable division again. But that's to come. Okay. You know, okay. That's to come. The Hall of Fame game let us know what we already knew that the Cowboys and their organization can make a lot of money. Yep. And put out a bad product. Yep. <laughs> that's what it is. It's what it is. That's what they do. You know, uh, we're not going. We're not going to expound on the Cowboys any longer. They lost. We're moving on. Preseason's coming up. We are now entering football season, which is the best time of the year. Shout yeah, out so so the Olympics finished up. We got a lot of trades, a lot of NBA movement. We got Chris Paul re-signing big contracts. We got Steph Curry re-signing for a big contract. Like you talking about shout-outs, man. Like these guys have shown NBA players what it is to perfect your craft, how to do it. They got re-signed for almost $200 million on average for their new contract. Steph Curry got a $215 million, million deal. Chris Paul got like a 160, I believe, million dollar deal. Man, that's incredible. To get what? a four-year, 160 million dollar deal at this point of your career is like, man, that's what everybody's going for. If you're not going to a championship, you might as well rack up. What are you doing with all that money? I mean, I don't, you know, after 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 20 million, what do you do? I mean, what else is there? What else is there to do? I need to meet a a multi multi millionaire. I met multi million. I need to meet one that's like 20, 30s, 40s, 50s, not the two, threes, and fives. I need because because that's just a different level. And this money that they're that just getting doled out is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. There you you can spend it all in one lifetime, but literally you have to be dumb as a box of rocks to do so. But shout out to them for getting their coin, man. Getting their coin. It's just it's just getting astronomical now. Astronomical. I I say we're five years out from, from a player getting a billion dollar contract. And the and the crazy thing about five it years. is like teams don't even have to necessarily be playing for championships giving out these contracts. I mean, the NBA has definitely figured it out. Uh social media, I in my opinion, has actually helped the NBA NBA out a lot. Um mm-hmm. I think the NBA does the best job with tying their sport in with social media and getting their players out there and marketing the sport even further. So, you know, no, no disrespect to those guys, man, get your money. Uh, I look forward to, to seeing the Lakers next year. Obviously the Lakers are stacked up. Carmelo went over there to the, uh, play with the Lakers and chasing his ring before he retired. So to finish up in sports, keep an eye out for that. Uh, we'll definitely be talking about the NFL coming up soon, but we're in that in-between period, so stick with us. We'll let you know. We'll, we'll let you guys know. Excuse me on what else is going on in sports. So, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about Dipset. What you think about that? Uh, that versus battle, bro. <laughs> you said you said it was a it was, was it a versus battle or versus slaughter. Oh, oh, there was there was no battle involved. There was no battle man. involved. I gotta yeah. honestly say, man, washed. What, what did you think? I'm, I'm going to throw it out this way. Let's talk about it for a few minutes, right? So if you've been living under a rock over the past couple of months, the Versus branding group is, I already know Arizona. <laughs> I know Arizona. We're there. Come on in, guys. Again. That was a bloodbath. That was an episode put of the, Salt. Put the, put the text number up, K-Dizzle, please. It's, it's the All Dressed Up Podcast. I see the background. me popping. It's episode 26. I see my day ones in the chat. 
Shanae, Arizona, 410, Melinda. I love you guys. Hopefully we can get some more of our normals in here. Text the number. Come on in, join the conversation, Arizona. And if y'all going to mention sports, please mention the slaughter that happened in Madison <laughs> Square Garden. Oh, so if you've been living under a rock, this last seven days has been flooded with memes and social media has been lit up about the verses. So shout out to Swiss Beats. Shout out to Timberland. Who would have thought? The versus has blown all the way up. And this is what we're talking about, right? So I love the fact that these guys have got together. They're putting artists together to go off and show a 20-song catalog. They promote it. They play it live. And this week, we got this Bama, Jim Jones, and the Bird Gang, Jewel Santana, <laughs> Cameron, Freaky Zeke, Freaky Zeke, who ain't ever rapped a day in his life, on the stage in the verses. And I got to give him credit because once you're a hype man, you're always a hype man. He was out there hyping the best of his ability. But I'm going to tell you what they did not expect. Al-Qaeda Jada, top five, dead or alive, came through. <laughs> they shifted the, the, the legacy of Dipset. But here's what I'm going to say about this, right, K. Dizzle? You can go in. So when I heard about this versus, right, I'm like, all right, we got Dipset and we got the locks. Wait, 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 wait. I found. Let me let me play the footage Do you that think? I found. Hold on. Let me play the footage that I found of um Oh, what happened here? Hold on. Where'd it go? All right, so K does is gonna play the footage because you gotta play that's the how footage. you know. That's how you know it's some fucked up shit. I found the footage. <laughs> I found the footage. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? It's oh, the they them up. It's the locks whooping up on dipset. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> the computers were not puted. <laughs> Bruh, that is hilarious. <laughs> so look, so growing up, right, I've always heard about everybody that's that's loved Dipset. I've heard about the locks. I've listened to both groups' catalogs. And I gotta say, like, overall, this was a great moment for hip hop in 2021. You can't you can't say anything less than that. <clears throat> These guys got together, put on a 20 a twenty song catalog between the two groups, uh, had social media on fire, and actually launched a tour off of it. So a great business idea. Before I sit here and go in and make jokes, I want to say kudos to everybody involved. Those guys are definitely doing big things, talking about Timberland, Swiss Beats, and the Locks and Dipset, and the Versus brand overall. Now, let's talk about it. The dip set looked like a bunch of fucking fools going out there battling my boys and locks because they were not ready, K Dizzle. They nope. were not ready. I'm talking about Al K to J, the top five that are alive, came out and put his foot on their necks, bruh. <laughs> we late. I know a lot of a, a lot of media outlets went on there, but I'm talking about breath control, stage control, crowd control from the DJ down to Everybody in the locks is camp. 
they abused Dipset from start to finish, in my opinion. It was bro. bad. What you think, man? From start to finish, bro. It was bad. Am I wrong? The locks put on the show. The computers were not Putin. The, <laughs> the locks put on the show. The visas was not pieces. <laughs> Dipset showed up. That was the difference. They showed up. Dipset showed up. Dipset showed up. The locks put on a show. It was a clinic. It was a re- it was a good night for real rap, real hip hop, um, to make an absolute resurgence. Uh, and and everybody saw the importance of having bars, um, being able to rap, and having being a lyricist, and how much of a difference it makes. That that to me was like a pure example of of if you took if you took somebody from like let's say the baby baby got some lyrics and you put the baby in in a room with Lupe Fiasco <laughs> it's like you're not even that's that's tough that's just don't do it we're on two different levels this is two different kinds of music even though they try to call them the same it was just it was just so ass whooping. But and you know what, though, bro? I thought coming into it that it was going to be an interesting matchup because I thought that you got, you know, obviously people that spit bars. The Locks, Jada Kish, uh, you know, Sheik Luch, Styles P, they spit bars, right? Mm-hmm. So you know they're coming from lyrics, the lyrical miracle side. And honestly, like, let's not try to sit here and shit on Dipset. Like, we, we fuck with Dipset because they have the swag, right? They Dipset. Have Dipset came with the swag. They came with the heat makers. They came with the beats. They came with the hooks. They came with the song. Cameron's the quarterback. You got Jewels. You got Jim Jones. So I thought that it would be a little bit interesting. But what happened was when they went live and you saw J.D. Kiss on the stage, he stole the show, bro. He, he old-fashioned. "Quote unquote," stole the show. Jada Kiss is showing in this versus why he's been probably the most underrated MC of all time. Mm-hmm. And I gotta talk about it before we go into the deep dive because the guy quarterback the whole show. He rapped and lyrically delivered freestyles and songs on the microphone with no backup track. You know, they were going against Jada Kiss and these guys. I mean, I'm sorry. They were going against Dipset, and Dipset was actually rapping with the backup track and the vocals playing. You know, Jada Kiss on several occasions said, man, y'all over here lip syncing. Go out here and rap. And honestly, man, like, I don't really think there's too much that we have to really say because if you saw nope. it, you saw it. You saw it, you saw it. And it, was a, it wasn't even close. Even if you weren't a fan of, of their music, and you saw it, you were like, wow. Wow. They were going song and then song and then song. <laughs> and then like, all right, y'all go. It's like, you know, supposed, supposed to be A and B, A and B. Now nah, they was like, bang, bang, bang. All right, your turn. Show me something. Man, you had Jada Kiss and the locks just eating these guys up on a microphone live over and over and over. It was bad. Uh, the locks' DJ was terrible. I mean, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Dipset's DJ was terrible, bro. Terrible. And that's another thing, too. When you're in a versus, you got to have a good, a good cohesive, like, feel with your DJ. You can't be out there and your DJ's on a different page than you. So they definitely had it in the bag, man. And like I said, bro, I'm looking forward to the next one. But 
They beat the brakes off the locks. I mean, I'm sorry I keep saying it off dip set. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Okay, does I don't know about you, but I don't want to hear about the locks battling anything, bro. No. Ron said the best. Whoop they ass like your mama did when you got to take the chicken out the freezer. You ain't saw the chicken out. It was awful. And mom's had a long day. Yeah. You ain't saw mama's chicken out, bro. Yeah. It's a wrap. Ain't nobody eating tonight, especially you. <laughs> But look, man, let's 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 uh, enough about them, enough about that squad, enough about sports. Let's really talk about what's going on out here in the hood, or what's going in your way? house, in your house, in, in your way. house, in your house. Now you pose the question, you pose the question, uh, and very eloquently did so. What was the question that we said? Because I named this episode that Mama used to say. <laughs> you know why? What's so, your name? It and Mama used to say. So hey, and Mama used to say. So, what was the question that you asked me that sparked this whole conversation? So this is a good episode. This is a good topic, right? So my fellas, that's in the chat that I see. Plus your name, you know. Shout out to you guys. I want I want you guys to text us early. Get in the chat early because uh how many of you guys have had a relationship or you know was was dating or had any type of dealings to where you included your mom you know a lot of us young black kings we have very beautiful moms who love us very dearly and we tend to share information with them sometimes it might be to our detriment sometimes you don't expect it to come back and blow up in your face but we're talking about on the All Dressed Up podcast, episode 26, is your mom doing too much in your relationship? Is your wife marrying you and your mom? Is mm. she part of the package deal? However you want to say it, let's talk about it. You know, I've been there. I've got some personal experiences to share tonight. We want to also see if you're, if the chat guys and if everybody out here that's watching us has some experiences as well. Texas, please, 301-857-1757. K-Dizzle, you're a little bit well more entrenched into your marriage but was there any a time when mom dukes or her mom dukes or anybody like a mom dukes interfered in your relationship for good or bad <laughs> is it, oh wait a minute is this thing on is this live is this, is this being recorded can this be watched back because because <laughs> we gotta we gotta be real now that's look. what we're talking about tonight we're talking about my dukes and the third wheel of your mom and the relationship we third wheel about it, we heard about it on draft night we see a lot of we see a lot of uh yeah thank yep. you erica thank erica you says, moms, can, moms can make or break a relationship Sometimes mom's got to snap you out of your spell. That's the Ooh, good side of it. You let know, me, that's what me, we're talking I, about. I need to sip this tea before I get into my shit. Uh, all right. So, look. Yes. Now, I got two moms. Three moms. Three moms. I got a stepmother. But my mom ain't nowhere to be found. God bless her soul. My mother-in-law is all the way turned out. It's been all the way been in the all the way turn for a very long up. time. For a very long time. Some good and some bad. Um and and you have to, it's a very fine line that you straddle because for one, is your significant other's mom. So you don't want to be disrespectful. And for two, 
it is your relationship, so you don't want to be disrespectful to um, your significant other. And three, it's just fucking. It's it can be frustrating. It can be super frustrating. So, um, moms, yeah, sometimes mom can snap you. You got moms can help you get out of that. Um, and Mark Nebo says, I'm completely estranged from my whole family. I'm way too liberal, not religious for those mofos. <laughs> <laughs> I love so, Mark, man. Yeah, shout out to Mark Nebo. Shout out to Mark Nebo and the Boozer Brothers. But you, you have to, even if, let's say it's, let's say it's um, not mom or it's dad or whoever it is, any type of parental figure that's in your relationship too far and too deep as far as telling you what to do, telling you what not to do, um, giving you too much direction on how you should handle your kids versus how you shouldn't handle it, or um, your significant other should be, your husband or your wife should be doing this instead of doing that. That is a big problem with relationships today. And how do you break, if you got a mama's boy, how do you break him out of being a mama's boy? You know what I'm saying? If well, you that's gotta, interesting. You gotta, how, many, how many guys do you think K. Dizzle are quote-unquote mama's boys uh how many guys are quote-unquote mama's boys and let's talk are, about the average guy right now in today's society that we see growing up 18 18 uh, you know 24 25 young man out there trying to get it how many of those guys right now would you say are quote-unquote mama's boys i would say if, if their mom's still around i would say 80 percent. i'm close to shanae says 90 Ooh. i would say 80 percent. why is that why is that? Because mom is a really is a is a determining factor on um, in that in that young man's life because most young men will not only just um, measure measure how good they're doing based on the adulation that they get from their mom, but they'll also um, hang on their mom's every word as far as what they think they're doing right, what they think they're doing wrong. Believe it, or, believe it or not, believe it or not, even if it's some some small slight stuff, mom says that way, the the son will always think about it because they always want to please and be the best man that their mom sees them to be. So they always want to look good in mama's eyes. One thing so, I want to say, right, real quick, is um, <laughs> to to to, <laughs> to preface this topic, right? I don't want anyone to think that we're bashing moms, right? Like we're not here to to talk negative about moms and motherly love and their impact on young men. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is the irrational, incomprehensible factors that moms and young men pretty much go through together when it comes to relationships. I want to I want us to understand that we're drilling down on the the emotional the social and the 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 everyday dealings of the mom the husband who is the son and the wife like i've saw a lot of interesting scenarios including myself to where you know i have a relationship with my mother that relationship can kind of carry over into my relationship and i will throw out this right before we go into the chat, K does mm -hmm. a lot of my personal experiences when it came to my relationships and my mom was based off of 
everything that I told my mother. Because you got to understand, right? Right. My mom's only going to be able to react and defend me and come to my rescue on the matters that I bring up to her. You know, and just like any other beef situation, if I'm beefing with a person and I go to you to talk bad about that person and then me and that person makes up, you know, that person that you went to, they're not going to really be there for the makeup session. They're always going to remember, you know, the issues and the problems that you brought to them about mm -hmm. that person. So what I'm getting to is, you know, in my relationships in the past, before I got into the beautiful into the beautiful relationship that I'm in now, I would always kind of vent to my mother and tell her the negative aspects of it, to try to get uh, a female, you know, um, I guess form of advice. And I would realize that, you know, once I put my my partner into a situation to be judged by my mom, it might not be a great thing overall. If that makes sense. We'll see. We'll see. The, and, and that goes back to um, um, who you're talking to and where you leave them uh, within the conversation, where you leave them as far as the situation is involved. If you don't come back and tell them how you resolved it, they're stuck with that, that own, their own idea of what's going on or what happened. Um, you know, Erica says it, says it for, says it good. Their loyalty is going to be to their child. Um you have to be careful what you share with not only your mom, just anybody um, that you're talking to. And also make sure that you, whatever you're talking about, you you go back to that person to share the resolution of what happened, what came out of it. But That's um, a good way to moms, think about it. So you're saying go back to that person that you went to and presented that original issue or problem to and let you know how you resolved it. Yeah, because look, if I go back and say, girl, you know, you, you know, boy, you know, he's tripping, blah, 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 blah. And then all they see is what you told them. And then you leave them on a cliffhanger. They still thinking about what he did wrong or what or what uh, transpired and and what didn't happen. It's like not finishing an episode of the of the show. It's like watching half of an hour long show, and now they're stuck and they're waiting for you to come back with the information, and you don't. And the next time they see him, that's the only thing they can think about: how he was wrong or how he did this or how she did that. And so they're gonna look at him and act towards him a certain way or different way, but. It it goes back to it's it's uh, uh, oh God. Boy said, is that a percentage for the whole family um, or single family households? Both of some some in general is like eighty percent of 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 men are, are mama's boys. Um, that's my that's my own percentage. I didn't get it from fact or any research. I mean, we're talking that's about we're talk, we're talking about men who have their moms in their lives. Mm -hmm. In general, you know, you don't have to have both parents. You don't have to be living with your mom. You know, you can be calling your mom on a day-to-day -day basis or whatnot. But we're talking about young men and their relationships with their mothers and their relationships. That's what we're talking about today, guys. So, mm -hmm. you know, obviously, Kay Dizzle and myself, we can talk about our personal experiences. And right now in the chat, you know, we want you guys to come and maybe give your experiences and also from a woman's perspective tell us what you think about moms because i'm sure you guys have dealt with your your man and the man that you love and his mother so how yeah. do you guys feel personally because i can't speak on how you guys feel because i can only imagine how difficult it would be to have a high-strung mother who knows her son and you know put the air quotes around that knows her son who 
obviously will see a woman who's coming into his life and they might not feel like this woman can be the the right person for her son. So what happens when that when that occurs? Text 301-857-1757 or join the conversation. Have you had a personal experience to where you know your mom maybe did too much in a relationship? Maybe your mom saved you in a relationship. Maybe your mom knew what was going on before you spotted it because she knows you. I'm going to give you guys that because that might be a certain angle where we can go with this. But <laughs> in most in most situations, mom might not know best or you might give your mom too much information. So when you do make up with your baby girl, your mom ain't feeling it. And, you know, everything that you told your mom about your girl might not be you know, in play because you made up with your girl, but your mom ain't going to forget that conversation you guys had when your girl wasn't acting right. So let's talk about that. Sick. Arizona, my mom saved me. How was that? That's a great, that's a great, uh, <laughs> a great moms that don't have their, their own man is the worst. That, I mean, that could be, a good, <laughs> that could be a good thing and that could be a bad thing. Um, you know, I've, I've been lucky enough that, you know, if I do talk to my mom to my mom about stuff, um, then she will she will always make me look at the other side. She will always make me look at the not only the other side, and then she'll always make me look at myself and whether that what whether that was right or wrong. And so she'll she'll always try to make me look in the, at the third angle. Yeah, but what if um, you went? But what if you went to your mom and you didn't give her like what Erica McCoy saying? Moms ain't dating her son. She don't know he's a liar. Laugh out loud. Now she coming at me and he didn't tell the whole story. Exactly. So, exactly. What if the mom, what if the mom takes the story from her son and twists it in her own way and comes at the wife or the girlfriend in a certain way because that's her baby boy? That's where that's where you have you don't have boundaries in a relationship with your moms. If moms is coming out the pocket and coming at your your woman or your significant other. Then you haven't set the boundaries for it, and you've given her too much leeway into your into you guys' relationships. And they can always, moms can always, you know, um, um, say stuff, you know, in a smart way or um, a condescending way, and and try to force their own little agenda in into the relationship. Like even with kids, you know, you know, my, my mother in law used to say certain things, and I say, hey. Don't pay attention to that or ignore that or tell her you're going to do what you want. We're going to do how we want to do what we want to do with our children. And there, there's a certain there's a certain level that you have to get across. And there's a certain boundary that you have to set so that they don't they no longer cross those boundaries and know what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. Because you got to remember, your parents are always going to look at you as their child. 100%. They're going to look at you as their child, even if you have children, and are always going to try to be in teaching mode when their mode or their way isn't always the way that you want things done. So great. another great example is um, my older sister has a daughter who has kids, and we come from old school where you know we got beatings and stuff like that. And my niece <laughs> does not does not beat her children. She found another way without another way of 
you know, disciplining her children without beating them, without time out, none of the stuff that's effective for her. And my, my sister had to acknowledge that, hey, it works for her. Me, I beat the child. Don't come over. Don't bring that over here. Don't bring, don't bring that over here. You might get you might get caught up. But whatever works, it works. And so it's it's just it's just um, a boundary that has to be set. Like you said, Shanae says moms will get cursed out if you don't check her. I will. We both adults. <laughs> and see, and 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 like I said, that's just boundaries having to be set. You know, and, and there are dads that do it too. You know, we always we always leave the dads out because where are the dads in normal relationships? Where are they? Dads are dads are at work. Dads come home and like, what's going on? Oh, you shouldn't have did that. It's wrong. Go to sleep. You know, <laughs> ain't going about their business. But some dads too get too involved in it. Um, you know, and it's harder when you when you got children involved. Y'all getting in deep. Hold on. Erica telling that story. He knew he didn't tell his mom the truth. He told her something in anger, but he never went back to his mom to tell her the correct story. She believes what she wanted to, and long story short, it got worse over the years to the point it trickled, trickles down to. Woo! See? That's what, that's what we're talking about, leaving moms in limbo, and all, sometimes the son or the daughter is just looking for somebody to be on their side and not telling the whole truth. That's a key. That's a key to it, Kermit. Because, like, let me let me expound on that, right? So, I've had, um, we've had twenty six. This is our twenty sixth episode, right? And I'm gonna go in a little bit of my personal bag right here because my mm-hmm. mom and I have a pretty close relationship. Um, you know, I haven't been married in my 35 years and I've had relationships and I've also been close to my family. And one thing that I always want my mom to know is that I love her very much and that I want, you know, the best for her and the best for me and our family as a whole. So, you know, it's tough when you have issues in your relationship and it's tough when you have issues in your personal life as a man Mm -hmm. and you want to be able to go to your mom and vent you know, and sometimes when you vent, you know, that person that you're venting to might not understand what you're trying to do. Right. And at that time, you know, it might it might make more sense to explain to your mom that, look, I, I really would like a person to vent to psychologically because I'm going through a lot in my in my life with my, you know, new relationships that I formed outside of my mother and son relationship. So mm-hmm. can you allow me to vent? And what happens when you do that and what happens when I did that is if you're having, let's make it simple. If you're arguing with your girl and you go back and you talk to your mom to get some type of advice, there's a fine line between getting advice and giving too much information. Mm-hmm. Because you and I know that your mom, if she has your back, She's always going to have your back in every situation. That's how moms right. are. So right. when you have something that your girl might have did, be careful, fellas, because when you take that information to your mom, Dukes, and you want to vent, she's not going to remember all the positive times that you and your girl had. She's just going to talk about that time when your girl fucked up and remind you of why you came to her to vent in the beginning. So be careful oh. because... She might make a she might make the relationship 
difficult because the information that you give your mom, she's not there for all the good times. She's or, not there for all the positive things. She's going to remind right. you of what you told her about those times when you were upset, you were mm-hmm. unhappy about your girl, and now you've created a dynamic that you didn't intend to create, Kermit. Yep. Between your mom and your girl. Mm-hmm. Now, and and you have to be careful of that too because mom could have her own agenda. You know, mom would have her own agenda whether whether she's already made a decision in her mind whether she likes or dislikes your significant other. So. They, they could always be using that information that you give them to to their advantage. So you have to be extremely mindful on what the relationship is, what you tell your your parents and your friends and how much information that you give them, because you don't know what their agendas are. You don't know what what their ideals are, especially moms, uh, especially parents like Martin's mom and Gina, like Ron says. Perfect it's, example. It's, it's a tough tough situation where you have to be careful and straddle a line in some some relationships with your parents you you're able to have and some relationships you aren't able to have there's some things i'll talk to my mom about there's other things i won't talk to her about not because i don't think she's proficient in it it's just not information that i don't want her to know about her son you see what i'm saying she she don't there's certain things that she don't need to know about me or my relationship that's going on. That well, why, well let me ask you a question, Kay. Go ahead. Why do you why do you feel that way? Why do I feel that way? Mm-hmm. Uh because there's there's just some things that only two people in the world know about me because I'm I'm confident enough and I can go to this person, they're gonna give me the right information for what I need to hear in that moment. That friend, that confidant, those that person is gonna is has the experience to give me and send me on the right direction in the path based on the issues that I'm dealing with at hand. Now that uh, even if my mom has been through the same thing that's similar or something, um, depending on what it is, she'll know or she won't know um, because it's it's the same thing as choosing your friends wisely and having conversations with your friends wisely. Who can you talk to about this? Who can you talk to about that? Who you know is going to going to die with your secrets versus who you know is going to tell everybody at work of what's going on in your life. And so you have to be very conscious about the people that you have in your life, what you tell them, what you don't tell them. And not just that, where you leave them off. And this is so important because we keep talking about it. Where you leave them off in the story. The worst thing you can do is leave a person in the middle of it, telling them a story while you're in the middle of the battle and never coming back to back to them and tell them how you won or how you lost. Um, Erica says you can't just sit by and let tension grow. I can't be letting my family disrespect my partner, regardless of whatever I said with venting. The man should do the same. 100%. Now, look, I love, uh, and I'm, we're talking about personal terms. I love my, my mother-in-law. Uh, unconditionally to a fault. And she she is a great woman, but she does not show a lot of affection. So what I've been doing ever since I've known her for about 20 years, anytime I see her, she I'll hug her, I'll give her love, I'll give her a kiss, even though sometimes she pushes me away. I, I do that because I know that that's something that she needs. Is that something that I'm gonna give her and that I'm good that I'm good at doing. Now over the years she's gotten used to it and it's gotten better. 
And I've seen certain things where my wife has said, you know what? I'm setting the line here. Or you know what? I'm setting the line there. This is what we're going to do. It, this is where you where you can you can step here, but you can't step there. And setting boundaries for our, us to be us in our relationship and for her to be her within our relationship. And sometimes that just takes time. And not only that, it just takes growth. Now, if you have a partner that doesn't do that, then that just creates a huge dynamic of issues that that'll never be resolved. And that's always going to sit there and linger because the last thing you want to do is go to go to Thanksgiving dinner uh, and your mom's pissed off about the argument that y'all that y'all last had. And yeah, it was a month ago and y'all sitting down saying grace and she looking at your significant other all crazy. Right. And, and who knows what kind of house it is. The fight could break out. So you just gotta be, you just have to be mindful and, and, and um, mindful with that because, um, Arizona Ron said, mothers be knowing the side chick and all and still be coming to her son's defense. So let's Your talk parents- about that. Woo! So let's talk about that, right? So, so you go, you go to your mom as a, as a, as a, as a man, right? You go to your mom and you vent or you talk about things that might be bothering you per se, because you can't necessarily always go to the fellas because you know, the fellas ain't the right source to give you all the information. So you try to go to mom dudes. Now what happens is your mom's not going to remember all the good times your mom's going to think about the times that you presented her in that conversation so when your mom goes back around your girl or your wife she's going to think about your image and your views on that time when you came to her for advice so you got to be careful because you might move on as the man in the relationship you might not remember about that time you went to mom about the situation when your girl might have done something that you just needed some advice on but moms never forget. So what that means is now you've created a monster per se, because now your girl has an image to your mom and you've forgiven her, your girl speaking of, and you've moved on from that time that you've talked uh, to your mom about those issues, but your mom hasn't forgotten. So now when your girl comes to dinner or whatever the family function is, there might be some friction yeah. and that's what yeah. yep. Yep. we're talking about because you know obviously men are far from perfect you know and when we have those those tight relationships with mom your mom's gonna i hate to say it right but what i've learned as i become 35 years old you know most moms are gonna give that boy her son that shoulder and she's gonna coddle him She's going to allow him to, you know, motherfuck whatever's bothering him, you know, whatever's going on and vent to her all his issues and let him cry on her shoulder. And the problem with that is he's got to go back into that situation or he's got to go back into the real world again and you're not going to be coddled. So the relationship between a mother and son is great it's phenomenal but when it comes to relationships it can be very tricky and a lot of men including myself in the past can place and position their girlfriends and their fiancés and their wives against their moms because of the information that's shared you know i would never 
honestly, and I, and I, and I haven't yeah. been personally in a position K does it to have been like, let's just give an example to have been cheated on and then go to my mom and say, you know, mom, you know, my girl, you know, you know, or I know where I love her to death, but she cheated on me. Like, these are certain conversations that you can't, and that's on the extreme, mm-hmm. that you don't want to have with your mom if you look forward to going back into re, into your relationship because your mom ain't going to remember all those good times. She's going to come down hard on your girl. So what do you think about that? Like, is, is giving up too much information about your personal to your mom not a good thing? Never is. Never is. You got to have people, you got to have... Uh, certain people that you can vent to that you know you're going to get the right information from. Um, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go to the dentist and ask for financial advice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not of financial advice. We need to have an episode on that pretty soon. Yeah, we, yeah, that's that's coming soon. I'm not going to the dentist, or I'm not going to um, gonna. I'm not going to the gyne- gynecologist. To ask about, um, you know, testicular cancer. I'm not. You know, that's that's just, a good point. But Kate, it, just, it doesn't make sense. Saying, but let me ask you a quick question. With you saying that, do you think men go to their moms knowing that they're going to be told what they want to hear? They go to their moms, yes, so from from somewhat. Um, um, I think they go because mom is mom you know what i'm saying and they're looking for they're looking for certain things that uh reassurances that mom moms can give um like eric said i've learned over the years what i can and can't share with my mom because if i tell certain stuff she's going to take it too far they are absolutely going to take it too far parents are going to look at you and go you know you're supposed to that's what you're going to get <laughs> You know you're going to get that. That's funny. So you have to be mindful. Like I said, there's some stuff you talk talk to them about. There's some stuff you don't. Um, you know, the other half of if moms knows all about the side chicks and and the and the uh, the the baby mamas and the baby daddies and the and the kids on the side and shit like that, that doesn't do anything but help perpetuate the violence that their kids are causing. <laughs> and you know, that's not a that's not a great. It's not a great asset to have in your um in your corner. Like and like Wild Boy just said, a lot of men go to their moms looking for validation for their actions. You know, was this the right thing or was this the wrong thing to do? And your parents, your 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 parents are always going to be the ones that you feel you get the most gratification based on what they tell you if you did the right thing or the wrong but, thing. But 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 that's the other flip side to it. Like Wild Boy said, like you go to a person that you know is going to validate you. Yeah. As opposed to going to a person that's going to give you straight facts. Like a lot of moms aren't built to not give straight facts. And I'm not taking a shot at moms because I love I love my mamas. But, you know, obviously young men, especially black men, have a heart out here. So when your mom, you know, has, has you coming back to her for advice or to, you know, ask for that shoulder to lean on, she's going to be there wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not bashing moms in this conversation, nor is K Dizzle chat. You know, we're talking about the dynamic of the mom who wants to still show so much love for her son and how it affects the relationship. And this and, could be and, you, and look, look, they hate to cut you off because 
one of the things that we've been talking about all night because I think it's 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 a um it can be extremely toxic and we've all experienced that of seeing how how it can be extremely toxic how a mom's relationship um uh, in their their child's relationship can affect it if you look at every freaking movie Jennifer Lopez has damn near done she's always had a mom in in the freaking movie that is ruined and trapped trash some part <laughs> why you get on but, JLo's um, movies, because all, that's all that's the only thing she ever does so <laughs> you know the other thing is you know what about the what about the dads like the you know what about the daddy's little girl situation um that that falls into that same thing too you know where um if if the man doesn't fit to uh what the dad think is good for her or fit to her father's shoes um if you go on the mind, because you know what what about the dad? The dad always gets. I'm a dad. We always get the tail end of the emotional side of the relationship with the kids, just because of patriarchy. We're usually um, supposedly not always there, and the mom handles the emotional side. But the dads are in there too, and the well, dads see, can play a big part of that. But see, what I was thinking, K does well, the reason why I didn't go too much on the dad side is because a dad might not coddle the son as much as the mom. Mm -hmm. And just off of my experience, and correct me if I'm wrong, you know, personally, and looking around. Hey, hey, mama have. Hey, mama have. And I've always seen that looking at my situation, you know, moms are always there for their son, you know, and when you watch draft draft days on NFL and NBA, they got mom <laughs> right there beside them on the couch in the in the in the dress, they in the suit, and mom gets drafted right there with her son. Right? There's a bond that is unspoken of that is different from a father and their child. Mm -hmm. And Forgive me, Kate Dozer, because I'm not trying to take it away from what you're saying. You are. But before we go, before we go into the dad aspect, it's just that bond of a mom and their son. You know what I'm saying? Dads usually mind their business. Unless someone puts their hands in. Exactly. See? Why are we so hands off? Why but, but, why but, but, but why does the dad have to get the last the last bit of information? Like he come in it. Dad's the one that comes in and chooses violence, I guess. But but in my opinion, but in my opinion, Kate does even the even the guy who has a mom and a dad, right? The 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 guy who has a blessed situation with a whole bunch of parents, both parents, and he's having a situation with his girl or his fiance. Nine times out of ten, you're gonna talk to your dad about some, you know, certain things, but my deuce is gonna give you that influence that you're gonna go home with. Right, dad's a regulator. I get it, but mom is gonna give you the emotion. Mm -hmm. Mom's gonna give you the, the empathy. Yes, she's yeah, empathy. gonna she's gonna touch you. My mom, who's watching this episode right now, <laughs> right? Let's talk about facts. Yep. Okay. Let me let me let me let me be Marcus. Let me be Marcus right now, and I have streams. My mom right. knows. My mom knows how to push my buttons. Mm-hmm. My mom knows how to get under my skin and get me to move in a certain way. My mom knows what to say to get me to pick up the phone and a text message. My mom knows what to do to get me to drop it all and get over there, right? 
because that's what moms do. Let's talk about the facts here. Your mom's going to get to you, Kate Dizzle. And I'm talking about most men who grew up without a dad. That's that's what struck me on this episode. Oof. Your mom is going to know how to talk to you. Nurtures with finesse. Moms nurture with finesse. Wow, boy, is feeling me right now. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. That's what I love. Because when you're down and out and nobody else wants to talk to you, Kate Dizzle, and you're crying and you're hurt and you're sad and the world's against you, and nobody else is fucking with you. You got mom dukes. You hear me? I hear you. I hear you. And what happens you're, is... You are your soapbox. I'm letting it ride. I'm a preacher tonight because this episode talks to me. So what happens is you, you, you lose track of progress and making yourself better and getting coddled and making yourself feel better. Mm-hmm. Right, you can feel better, K Dizzle, but you might not be getting the necessary advice that you need to move forward. Right, right. So that's all I'm getting to, and I'm not going to be on a soapbox too heavy. But before you go into dads, that's what I'm getting to because a lot of us men, we don't we don't necessarily have the dads to necessarily go to. Not to sound redundant, and moms can be great and be in your corner, but they can also tell you some shit that can fuck up your whole situation. Absolute truth. Absolute truth. And go and go a lot of different ways. Um and go a lot of different ways. Look, man, moms play an important role. Um, good or bad, happy or sad. And just being mindful of what to talk about or what not to talk about makes all the difference in the world as far as the whether you're receiving objectivity or whether you're receiving bias or whether you're receiving quality information and quality knowledge. So um, that that always plays a big role in it. And boundaries, more than anything else, in any relationships, are 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 the are the unbinding laws that you should be able to set within your relationship with your parents and your significant others. Because you have to grow. You can grow with them, but you have to grow without them as well. You have to grow when you're in a relationship. You have to grow with with your with your partner you have to grow with your partner first because that's the building blocks of how you move forward in life with them together you're two people that have two different paths in life that are coming together as one and trying to learn how to grow together everyone don't have great great moms devon you're 100 percent correct everyone doesn't have and not everyone has great older sisters or great aunts or great dads um, but that doesn't I, mean, but that doesn't mean, Davon, that you're not gonna go to that mom for advice. You right. can have a shitty mom and still go to her for advice. Is what you do with right. that advice, right? right. Because it, because you're you're in a, you're in a situation of vulnerability, and you're looking for you're looking for someone who you trust um, to talk to and to kind of give you to give you some type of guidance, um, guidance, or just for an ear. And sometimes that that ear. Um, comes with a mouth that may not tell you all the right things at the right time. So you got to learn how to grow together. That's Jim. Yeah, you say that all the time. So um, uh, that's that's the biggest thing about it. That's, that's one of the biggest things about it, setting boundaries and making sure you talk about the right the right stuff, um, the right stuff with, the, with your parents. Look, moms are great. Moms can do a lot of things. Moms play a huge role. Um, from the moment you're born to the moment you die, the moment you die. I'm not saying don't um, don't grow with them, 
uh, you you grow to you grow together. Uh, I saw something on online that uh, really put it in perspective for me uh, was that when you're a kid, you don't even realize that you're watching your parents grow up as you grow up. <laughs> you you don't realize that until you get older and okay, look back but, at it. But speaking on that, Kay, let's tie that into what the chat just said, where Davon saying everybody don't have great moms, right? And you said mm -hmm. moms and parents grow up as you grow up. So how do you know if your mom's not great, quote unquote? Like outside of the common sense answer that you're saying your parents do some fucked up shit. But at the end of the day, if you have a mom and you don't have a dad, I don't care how fucked up she is. You might not go to her for advice. You might go to the streets. But let me speak for myself again, because a lot of people are talking about their own things that they go through. And that's cool. Right. Mm -hmm. But speaking for myself, I'm not going to sit here and say my mom is perfect, right? And I'm not saying that everybody that goes to their mom for advice is because their mom is, like, on some type of pedestal. You're still vulnerable, like you said, Kate does it. Mm -hmm. So not everybody goes to their parents or a parent for advice when it comes to their relationship. But some people do. Mm -hmm. And those certain people that do, they might not be going to the best person for advice is what I'm saying. Right. So when we, when you do decide to go to your parent, your mom is what we're talking about. And you go and you try to expose certain areas of your relationship to get advice for. You might not get sent down the right path because your mom might not be the best parent per se. Right. Or your mom might only see it in her perspective. And, and that's what I'm talking about. Some go to the people outside the household because your mom is unaffectionate, treats you like shit. I get that. She never wanted you or you look or you look like a dad, whatever may that, whatever may be. That's why some kids look for affection. I totally understand, Davon. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I'm not knocking those people that go outside the household. I'm just talking about a percentage of people who go to their moms, those moms who are included and involved in a lot of the daily conversations around a relationship because in my experience it's never a good thing to have a third party that involved in your relationship let alone right. your own mom right and, and when we when we say the term mom it doesn't have to be biological right it could be it could be nana it could be the grandma whoever raised you and played that role in your life who was most important uh just making sure that uh that whoever that person is to you, um, making sure that they don't continue as you grow older, run your life or or help you make decisions in your life. Um, yeah, like Ron said, I think running to mama is a common thing sons do, but as you grow, you can see how that can be hazardous. Like it's said, hazardous, bro. It's, it's hazardous, it's hazardous to your health. <laughs> and so many it's hazardous, ways. bro, because because when I've done it, I'm on I'm on, I'm gonna speak about myself tonight. When I've done it in the past and now, you tend to drop your emotions off on a person that you love, that you feel that cares about you, right? Yeah, you empty in the I, cup. You I tend to cup. do that. So I emptied my cup with my mom back in the day or you know, a few months ago. And what happens is I go back to my relationship and I try to grow and I try to rebuild from some of the issues that we might have had and make it a better relationship. But your mom's not going to remember She's We're still not going to cool. be exactly what you emptied on her. Exactly. 
So she still got to release some of that that fulfillment, or she has to let go of some of her cup. You got to pour or her your out. girl, the next time she comes around. <laughs> Let's call a spade a spade, bro. Like everybody's sitting here in the chat, pussyfooting around like this shit ain't existing. Like I'm sitting here speaking Spanish. Like you know what I'm talking about. You talk oh, shit sure. about a, a situation to your mom. Let's be specific. And now all of a sudden, you're bringing your girl around your mom. And just two weeks ago, you was talking shit about something that your girl did, not about your girl personally. Not taking shots at your girl as a woman or your fiance as a woman or a mother, but just something she might have said or did. And what happens is you talk too much. So I'm gonna take it to the next level. I talk too much. You can't run your mouth. You can't you can't run your mouth and tell all your issues to your mom and every other female. Into your in your family because yeah. you're talking too damn much. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, that's look, bro. That's just the light skin in you, and you're gonna grow, and it's gonna come out. You no, talk next week we're gonna go. do colorism. Ain't no fucking light skin, <laughs> and ain't no dark skin. Because there's a lot of dark skin people that talk to their mom dudes too. So we're not gonna sit here and lie because I'm light skin. Not this episode. <laughs> Don't get salty. <laughs> not this episode. We'll do we'll do colorism <laughs> we'll do episode colorism. twenty-seven. Hey, 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 but let's let's leave let's leave in. Uh Devon said he loves my whole time. He just be coming in, he don't be knowing. But look, but look, the main thing we're getting into is really <laughs> is really um stop is making sure that we stop blurring the lines uh on boundaries with the within regards to parents in your relationship. They can be a part of it. I mean, they could they could be a part of it, but you have to measure. Uh, and cut some of their influence in it because it can be detrimental to not only your health but the health of your relationship. Parents, parents, and moms play a great role in your growth, in your um, fulfillment in life, and also in the health of your relationships moving forward. But make sure you keep them at a certain amount of distance to allow yourself to grow and become the person who you're supposed to be and who you're supposed to be for your significant other. And just be mindful of the conversation you have and keep some things keep some things still close to the chest because not everybody is prepared to be able to handle and That's give you the right advice. information for, for what you're going through. And friends, knowing the right and having the right friends in your life that you can talk to on certain things is crucial to your growth, to your expansion, and to your ability to move forward in life. And you have to set, you have to know what you have around you uh, and surround yourself with the right people to make sure that you have those people you can fill your cup, you know, you can empty your cup to. That's going to give you the right stuff. And and it, you'll know if you got the right person, if you leave them hanging, they're going to come back to you and say, hey, the fuck happened? What's going on? You told me what happened. You know what I'm saying? What'd you do? You know, would you? You know, is it still? Is, are we still lit? We still mad? That person that you know is going to be the right person because they care enough to to follow back with you and see what's going on and make sure you did it right uh, and make sure that that situation has been handled properly. So, shout out to your moms that are out there that know their their boundaries, that know and that are. Let me say this, and that are um, that are open and active. 
in your lives. And I, be I careful still... and be careful of what you tell your moms because some things like the chat saying you can't come back from. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. If you care about both parties and you want to make sure that everybody can still mingle, be mm -hmm. careful what you say. <laughs> right? Be careful what you say because you might be able to get back in two step, but that other person ain't going to kick it with you. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know? For sure. For sure. But look, man, we we gonna look, y'all going, y'all going hard in the paint. <laughs> this was a good one. This was a good topic. Yeah. You know, happy people don't sit around, uh, don't sit around and get so involved in other shit. There are plenty of happy people out here whose job is to purely get into other people's businesses. Ain't that an R. Kelly song? That hey. Look, happy I, people, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeps the world spinning. Hey, I'm talking about happy people. Hey, we go. Oh, stop, stop. <laughs> Cut that shit out. I look, man. Shout out to R. Kelly in prison. Shout out, to, shout out to R. Kelly and his discography. We never gonna cancel him. I don't care what y'all say. So, um, oh. look, they're not really happy that some people live in live in the throes of other people's bullshit. But look, man, <laughs> every Sunday at 9 o'clock, we're here. We love you guys. We thank you. This thing only works when you are here and, and you are active and we are talking because your experiences may help someone else who's watching or who's on the sideline figure out how to handle their experience that they're going through right now. When we, when we come here, we come from the heart. We tell our truths. We tell our experiences, no matter how... Uh, personal they may be because our story or your story can help somebody's story um be a you know have a better outcome because we all live and go through experiences and the more that we know the better that better off that we are look y'all too damn funny facebook.com adu podcast youtube uh, adu podcast spotify itunes adu podcast um, we are still doing it. We got the new intro, but we're still doing it. Send your videos and tell you why you why you love the show. If you watched it, we made you laugh, we made you cry, or you hate us. I'll put the shit on there. I'll put it on the reel. Uh, just send me something. We love you for it. We're on Spotify, ADU Podcast. Have streams, Kate Dizzle DC. You know where we are. We do what we do. Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all that shit. Did I miss anything? No, sir. No, sir. And I'm going to tell you what, man. Uh, shout out to K-Dizzle for the new intro. If you guys like it, give a comment, man. Visit us on YouTube. Get our YouTube viewership up. I know you guys definitely come out on Facebook Live. Uh, you guys um, also have checked us out on Spotify, but we're everywhere. Please support us. Have streams K-Dizzle DC on all social media platforms, like K-Dizzle just said. Uh, send your videos to alldressedupodcast at gmail.com. Keep growing with us. We're going into episode 27. 27. It's incredible, man. I mean, we talk about a lot of episodes. We talk about a lot of topics that some people are afraid to. And that's what the All Dressed Up moniker is about. Because, you know, Kay Dizzle and I, we can talk about these deep topics. And, you know, we dress them up. We put them online. But everybody's experiencing these things. You know, we all go through this on a daily basis. And <laughs> K Dizzle is talented, exactly Arizona. That's why I <laughs> fuck with him. That's the whole point. So stick with us, guys. I'm not gonna talk too much, but episode 27 next week. Give us uh, some more videos. Our promo will be coming out. And um, great episode, man. Thank you very much, K Dizzle. Uh thank Thanks. you to the chat. Thanks for sticking with us, man. 
Thank y'all for loving us. Love you, Halfman. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. You know, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know.